said Dougie Fresh. Getting this money, man. I'm definitely trying to get to a bag in 2019. Yeah, so. my um, my name is Cutter. Cutter, I mean, this is uh, the Hellavision podcast, and I'm with my boy Titus. Titus, what's going on, man? Yo, everything is good, Cutter. Thanks for having me, <laughs> my G. Like, I'm just working mad hard. Like I said, I'm getting to a bag out here, man. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, man. So, um, I don't know, man. You're an interesting guy, man. Like, with, like, start us off from the beginning. What's been, uh, oh, how you getting into all this shit, man? All right, bad, man. If we're going to go back from the beginning, man, we might as well just kick it from when I was five. <laughs> and I was always telling stories. My grandmama always used to have a saying, if you know how to lie, you know how to tell a good story. And I was a lying motherfucker as a kid growing up, man. <laughs> lying my ass off. So... It started out as this thing where, like, in school, I used to write in my journal, like, you know, like, when, like, you're, like, in the first or second grade, you had your time when you did your work and stuff, and there was a point where, in the day, our teacher would have us write in our journal. I would write these crazy stories in my journal, like... You still got them? You still got any of these stories? Yo, listen, like, my grandmother was cleaning out her closet, and she found one of these stories I wrote when I was a kid growing up. And it was like some crazy story of I was playing Super Nintendo and the characters came out the game type shit. Like, you know what I mean? So I was definitely the kid with the big dreams and all that. Always always with the sci-fi, always with the Power Rangers. That was my life as a kid growing up. Sci-fi would be like your favorite genre, basically. Yeah, like sci-fi horror. Yeah, it's definitely my two favorite genres. It was like your first horror. Yeah. Thing, so. Yeah, like, you know, my first love, I would have to say, is horror. Because I grew up in a horror from, like, household. I grew up watching a lot of suspense, Alfred Hitchcock. I grew up watching Psycho. Like, you know, things that the average seven-year-old kid wasn't supposed to be watching, I grew up watching. You so. watched Psycho at seven? Yeah, I definitely watched Psycho at seven. Yeah, like, you know, like, I know who Alfred Hitchcock was at that age, so. That's crazy. Yeah, That's man. Crazy. So, so you started, like, writing these stories, right? Yes, sir. And what what did it, how did it come through, like, filmmaking? Like? All right, so the filmmaking part, it, it's kind of strange because, like, it actually comes full circle. My father, he actually wrote screenplays, too, God Bless the Dead. Like, my father, Tyrone Akion, like, he wrote screenplays and stuff, and he actually got pretty far in his career, actually, as a screenplay writer. And this is years before I even knew that he was a screenplay writer. I just liked to write. So, yeah, so when it turned into screenplay writing, I would say I was about 18 or 19 when I was like, yo, listen, I love film, so I'm going to translate these stories into like a screenplay format. Learned the screenplay format on my own, and I went from there. Oh, for real? Yeah. So, so before that, you was you was kind of like writing. You wanted to be like a, a some type of like book, like book writer, or you was. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, as a kid growing up, I had this big aspiration to be like Dr. Seuss, R.L. Stein, all these great authors that I grew up reading as a kid growing up. So. 
I knew from the time I was a kid I wanted to be a storyteller, but I just didn't know which form of storytelling it was going to take. Okay, and then and then so, so you're 18, and you're trying to get into filmmaking. Uh, do you do you like? Go to school for it, or you yeah. was like just like say I'm just gonna fuck. I'm gonna get me a little camera and go out and. Oh nah, like you know, like the camera part. Like I'm very interested in camera work, but the camera part was never really appealing to me. I was always more of the um, screenwriter guy. Like I like papers, I like pencils, I like typing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like not to take any. I mean. I don't want to take anything from anybody that knows cameras and stuff like that and learn cameras, but I think it's a true talent to take blank pieces of paper and turn them into stories. Like, you can always learn how to use a camera. Like, you can't learn storytelling. Storytelling is very, very authentic. Like, it comes from inside you. Mm-hmm. So, I, so like, I was always that kind of guy. And, you know, like I learned how to use the camera. I went to the Art Institute. That's when you learn how to screenwrite, the Art Institute. Yeah. Screenwriting. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to the oh, Art Institute. Oh, those inst- days, man. Oh, man, the Art Institute was some wild days. <laughs> Shout out to everybody from AI that know the kid, <laughs> Titus Peoples, my boy Mathis, my boy Blank Face, the whole GMB crew, Ultimate Class crew. You know what I mean? All the girls that I used to chill with, man. Like, yeah, your boy doing big things right now. <laughs> you heard me? Like, like so, so, like... Is anybody from that school like a teacher that like put the battery in your back to be like, yo, like, like I'm really going like focus on this shit, like screenwriting shit? Um, not really. Like for the most part, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. My teachers weren't really that fond of me because like I wasn't as studious as I was supposed to be. Like I wasn't like the class, like the class clown or something like that. Uh, more or less the class clown, but like I just really didn't see eye to eye with a lot of my teachers. Mm. As far like was it was it like behavioral issues or was no, it like no, 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 was no. it like, like like your scripts like you were showing your scripts and like oh, I don't I don't they don't really fuck with it. No, like it's just this one of those things where like your teachers have your have their set students that always have their finger up the teacher's ass like <laughs> oh yeah oh like like and I wasn't see the problem with teachers at the art institute I wasn't like. I wasn't going to kiss their ass. Like, you know, yeah. like, granted, you're in this industry and you're teaching me a lot, but, like, I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like I'm supposed to bring you apples every day. Like, you know, like, that's not how that works. <laughs> so that's how a lot of the teachers at the Art Institute felt. So Did you wind up graduating or you, like, you wind up just, like, dropping out? Oh, no, nah, like, see, without going into too much detail, like, you know, um... If you go online and search the Art Institute, let's just say the Art Institute is not known for being financially honest with their students, and I'm going to keep it that way, mm. you know, because, you know, I do have my own company. I'm not trying to get sued. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, like, they are not financially honest with their students and, you know, play games with the financial weight, and we're just going to keep it just like that. <laughs> so it's like you just... Bounce like as far like like as far as like I'm not trying to go into the details. Nah, but I'm like, saying, like, know, like what was like the end of? Alright, so like the end of it was I was supposed to graduate, like 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 six months before I was supposed to um um I was done like and the next thing I know I wasn't able to graduate so like I just just bounced I just bounced so for almost a year and a half. I'm working, you know, doing all these odd jobs and stuff. Getting not, a, not really into screenwriting? Not really into it? Yeah, like, I wasn't really doing too much of the film stuff. So, like, you know, so... I'm getting into arguments with my grandmother, so... I just knew I had to get back out there, so... It probably sucked, right? It probably really was, like, bad times. Yeah, it definitely how sucked. Many, how, like, how many of those moments did you have in your life, like... I, I, cause I, I, have, I go, I go through the same thing. Like I have moments where, like, it's just like, some shit happens, and you're like, damn, man, like. Yo, bro, like, let me tell you something. From the time I was like five up to like about twenty five, my whole life has just been a bunch of hit and misses. Like eighty five percent of my life truly sucked. Like you know what I mean. Mm. So I'm just fortunate to be able to make myself happy now. Like you know, and I have to. Um, 
think about anybody else making me happy, like, because I'm an adult now, so, like, I can do what I want, do as I please, and I don't own a responsibility to, um, I'm just here, like, you know, I don't have no kids, no wife, so it's just me. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, it's, uh, tell me about, uh, how did Ultimate Class start? Oh, man, Ultimate Class, going back to the Art Institute yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, me, my boy Henry Fame, you know what I mean? Um, my boy um, D, Prada, L Smooth, like, the whole crew. Like, we was just, we was known as the kids that was just running around Art Institute, running wild, like, buying pizza, doing crazy shit. <laughs> Like, you know, taking over the fifth floor lounge, having pizza parties <laughs> and shit. And, like, you know, I guess it's safe to say now because the Art Institute is basically closing down. So, like, we supplied the alcohol for the... <laughs> like, we supplied a lot of alcohol for a lot of those Friday parties at the dorms. Anybody that went to Art Institute know about them Friday night dorm parties. Holla at us, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> Word, so... Where's the Art Institute? Like, is it, is it like... Well, the Art Institute... Well, excuse me. Like, my... Well, the Art Institute was on Canal Street, and then they moved to 42nd Street, oh. and then from there, they just closed down. Damn. Yeah, but... I don't feel bad, because they were doing a lot of shady shit, so... Damn. Yeah, so, like, it started off as G&B at first, so then, like, we realized there was so many crews what with did, the name G&B. What did G&B stand for? Uh, at the time, it was young and dumb. Like we were just like <laughs> we were just trying to be cool. So like I'm actually, I'm actually ashamed that I'm actually named the group Get Money Bandits. Like we was just young and like it was like now that I sit back old and I think about how stupid that name was. Get Money Bandits. Like that shit was stupid. And like Ultimate Class came about from when. Like, I was cool with one of the security guards there. So, like, he said, oh, I always see y'all kids in your own group. Y'all in your own class of y'all own. Y'all got your own sweat. Y'all, like, in the ultimate class by yourselves. Mm. So, like, I was like, yo, that's a fire name, ultimate class. So that's how the name sort of kind of stuck. So, like, it went from a crew to us just, like, being... That's some real Harlem shit, man. Word, yo, like, oh, it almost, nah, but look, though, here's the funny part. I was the only nigga from Harlem in my group, though, son. <laughs> like, like, the rest of the whole Ultimate class is from Brooklyn. My boy Henry Famous from Brooklyn. Mm. Shout out to my son Blinkface, you know what I mean? Like, he from Brooklyn, and, and the rest of the crew is from Brooklyn. Mm. So I was the only Harlem cat there. So... Yeah, but, like, those are other talented cats, too, man. They doing graphic design. My boy Henry Fame released a series of mixtapes and all that. Like, yo, son, like, yo, like, we not just the average crew just, just out here doing stupid shit. Like, we all out here have our own craft. So, like, that's us. Yeah, yeah, So, So, like, you took that name and, like, created, like, this. So it's just not just film. It's, like. It's it's like it's um design, it's like clothes design. Oh yeah, man, it's clothing, it's film. Like see, Ultimate Class is a film television music company. Like a lot of people don't know that. Like there's actually um the um the company like the company I started has three divisions. There's the music, there's the television, and there's the film. So I'm handling the film side. So I'm actually looking Anybody who's listening to this podcast, like and and would like to run um, my company on the um on the um on the um music side of things, please, like you know, like we out here, like I'm looking for talented people, I'm looking for artists. So like, if y'all got bars, if you can sing, pop artists, you know, like I'll put your record out, Ultimate Class on YouTube. Yo, like we out here, it's official tissue. So you got you got music too. You, you have music too. Have yeah, music yeah, too. yeah. Your ultimate class that's definitely <laughs> has music too. So you trying to do it all? Huh? Yeah, man. Like I got to, man. Like we gotta get to this money. 
<laughs> so you had so so basically right, you had ultimate class. You had ultimate class when you was when you found uh you got yeah. the name Ultimate Class in the Art Institute. Yeah. And then and then it and then from be- Art Institute to where what was like how did you get to like here, like DFA? Like who Oh, so like DFA? that's funny story. So um Got into an argument with my grandmother. She said, oh, I got to find a, a job and all that. So I'm like, yo, listen, I'm about to find me a job. I'm about to get the fuck out this house. So, <laughs> boom. <laughs> I go to this bum-ass job fair, like, downtown. I like some hotel Pennsylvania type shit. of I shit. Long-ass line, standing in the rain. So, like, boom, I get in there. I look around. I said, I don't want to be none of this shit. Like, it's just home <laughs> health aids and all this other doctor shit. So I'm on my way out the door. I see a black diesel white dude with a turtleneck on handing out pamphlets. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I'm like, Digital Film Academy, DFA. So I woke up to son. I was like, yo, what's going on? He was like, um, hi, I'm Patrick. Good day. I'm Patrick. <laughs> you know, um, um, and who are you? I was like, I'm Titus. So then he goes, oh, okay, this is my company, you know, like... You will learn filmmaking over the course of two years. Da 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 So, boom, I came through. <laughs> so just like that. <laughs> I came through, and like um, I came through, signed up. Tom Webb wasn't even here yet. It was a black guy named Sam. A black guy named Sam did my financial way. So it was a bl- yeah. So like yeah, this was a minute ago. Tom wasn't even here. Shout out to Tom Griffin, man. Tom, that's a good dude. Word. So, but yeah, man. Yeah, so I signed up. Next thing I know, I was in class. No word. No word, man. And then, like, you was just like, because you, you from Harlem, too, so, yeah. like, it's easy to get here. Yo, bro, it takes me, like, 20 minutes to get here. 25 <laughs> on a good day, yeah. A-train. Get an A-train. <laughs> tell me about Harlem. Like, tell me about, like, growing up in Harlem. Yo, like growing that. up in Harlem is... Always, always... Like I, like I know I'm from Brooklyn and shit like that, and like I always wondered like what was like Harlem because Harlem is a fascinating town, man. Like people there is like they're so fucking cocky, man. Like, Yo, bro, Harlem. <laughs> let, let, let me tell you something about Harlem. Harlem is a is one of the biggest, smallest places that you will ever be <laughs> in your life because it's so big. Because like there's so much to do in Harlem, but at the same time. That six degrees of separation shit is real in Harlem. Like, you know, like, you'll meet somebody, and then, right, like, you'll meet somebody that knows somebody that you just met. Like, you know, so, like, yeah. everybody basically yeah. knows everybody <clears throat> in Harlem. Because, one, it's only but so much schools in Harlem. At least when I was in high school, it was only but so much schools in Harlem. Now, since the whole charter school thing has taken over. But, but when I was a kid, it was only but so many places that you could go for school in Harlem. So you was either there, you um, hoop, hooped, you went to after school programs, yeah. you went to parties and all that. So that's how yeah. you made a lot of your friends and knew a lot of your friends. And then like sometimes you just cross paths at parties or just hooping. Like, you know, like one thing about Harlem, like there's two things that people from Harlem definitely do. They hoop and they rap. So like you either know somebody from some talent show that y'all cross paths several times. Studio cross path or like you just out here hooping. Have you met? Have you have you like ran into like anybody that's like doing like kind of like up on like a um, like doing like big things like? Yeah, man. Those, like yo, like yo there's a lot of people like from Harlem, man. Like that's doing big things. ASAP Rocky, like you know. Oh yeah, you told me the story about ASAP Rocky. Yeah, yeah man. What was what was? Tell me that story again. The right. story to the people. All right, yo. So like. Cause you, cause you, cause you like, you. It, it was, it wasn't like you, like just knew him. Like you, y'all used to hang. Yo, so like, um, what had happened was me and Rocky, like we were like, well, like it's just one of one of those things where like me and Rocky and the whole crew was cool. So like you know, it was just one way. It started off as like you see each other in the street, you give each other dap, and then right, it goes gradually from words and stuff, and then mm-hmm. like. Like, being that your friend knows somebody, and that's how we was all able to link together and be in one place at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, like, I grew up in Harlem, went to high school with a couple of hip-hop cats. So, like, I'll go over to their crib. 
You don't know who over there. Corey Guns might be over there one day. Young Tiana Taylor is over there. You know, this is years before she even met Shumpert or even had a kid. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like a lot of people passed through that house. Shout out to Slim and Trips. Those are my bros from high school, man. Those the woes, man. So, like... Yeah. When you, when you see them like when you see them like doing like big things that kind of like motivates you like yeah of course you? like you know like I'll never forget one day I was over there at my boy's house because I'm not going to disclose who their father are but their father is like one big golden age hip hop artist like you know what I mean yeah. like he was the man in the 80s like yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the big men in the 80s that was holding it down for hip hop so like I'm over there at their crib, Tiana Taylor, Corey Guns, they all in the room talking and then right, me just being like this regular regular Joe there, they talking about all the places they done been and what they've done already. So me just listening to that conversation, I was like, yo, bro, in my head, I'm like, yo, the next time they see me, I'ma have a story to tell. I'ma be someplace, like, you know. So that's what it kind of gave me the push. But now they all like years ahead of me in their career. <laughs> like they all got kids and all that. Like you know, they doing something totally different than what you do. You trying to start a company? I don't think they're really trying to. They're not really. Well, like you know, like they all got their own companies. Like you know, like Corey Guns got his own set. Like Tiana Taylor, she yeah, but got. Before that, but before that, it was kind of like they was like. They kind of had like their own little like rapping and singing and stuff like that and putting out songs. Like you're you're, you're starting. Yeah, yeah. From the ground. Up, yeah. Oh, yeah, building a company, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. think they was doing that, you know? Oh, nah, 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 yeah, nah, yeah. nah. So. But, like, yeah, man. So, yeah, man, I bumped into a lot of interesting people, man. Like, I remember back in the day, coming from high school, French Montana, giving out Cocaine City, um, CDs and all that, big-ass hat on his head and all that. <laughs> like, yo, this is French... Years before the deal, like, you know what I mean? He was really out here, like, and that's one dude who I could truly say that I seen with my own two eyes come up, like, you know, like, French used to be in Cap. I forgot the name of the store. It was, like, a Cap store on 125th Street where, like, French was in there with a box, like, you know what I mean? Like, like a storage-sized box with nothing but Cocaine City stuff in it, T-shirts, Hands grinding and all that. So like he was doing his thing for a minute. So 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 that's what you thought. So I see with the t-shirts. T-shirts is fucking fire, man. Yo, thank you, thank I'm, you. I'm gonna cop one this Thursday. Yeah, thank you. I'm gonna cop one this Thursday. But so that's what you're trying to do, right? With it. So um, where can you get? Well, first of all, where can you get the t-shirts and stuff like that? Well, yeah, my site is um is called ultcls dot that is U-L-T-C-L-S-S dot threadless dot com. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave a link into the, like, the SoundCloud description and stuff like that. Yo, you, thank man. you. Thank you, man. Like, yo, because everybody been asking about my shirts. I wore my other shirt the other day. Everybody, yo, that's a dope Kurt Cobain shirt, man. I was like, yeah, man. Like, yo, you got to get it off a of line, though, man. So, <laughs> word. So, 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 uh, so, um, so now, like, you... Getting into like Photoshop and 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 getting into like you started you just you just now started getting into like Photoshop. Oh nah, like you know or? like when I like going back to the art institute like there was a Photoshop class where I was doing a horrible one, horrible mm. like I'm literally about to fail. So like it was two weeks before final grades and my final grade was like a fifty five. So mm. I was like oh hell no. <clears throat> so this girl that was in the class was like. You need to go online and watch YouTube. You can learn anything from YouTube. So, like, I was like, yo, all right, but so I went to YouTube YouTube and I watched the two, two, I watched this tutorial. I'll never forget it. It was from a 15 year old kid in Kentucky, (laughs) heavy ass country ass accent, white boy. And he basically, he basically taught me that whole two months of Photoshop in like five minutes. It came to the point where, like, my teacher pulled me to the side and was like, yo, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to stop it. I was like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, she goes, there's no way in hell that you learned all this stuff in this, like, a week. And, like, like she said, like, your work is, like, super good now. I was like, I showed her the link to the video and all that. I was like, yo, this old kid 
country, country boy Photoshop 966 showed me. Like, I don't know if that's his link now, but but like yeah, like son taught me Photoshop. I learned I learned two months worth of Photoshop in like 15 minutes. YouTube University, man. Facts. You can learn anything on YouTube. Yeah, man. It's just kind of like. So I right, if you, <laughs> so so you so so uh, so would you agree that like, school is kind of like now is kind of like obsolete is like kind of outdated like going to school and paying so much money to. No, I believe that education should be free. I I believe that like we should be able to share our experience with our fellow peers at a reasonable price and not try to overcharge people and, like, be beat them in the head. Yeah. Like, because, like, you know, p- people going to get loans and all that, mess up their credit, and then, right, just to think about it, you go to college, spend all that money to go to college just to get a whack-ass job to spend the next 15 years of your life to pay off 60 k it's terrible. It's and terrible. it's crazy, yo. Like, just to throw it out there, man, I still owe the Art Institute, like, 80 racks. Like, you know, like... Yeah, Art Institute is pretty expensive. Yo, bro, my grandmother used to get the mail. You would have swore the nigga went to Harvard or some shit like that. I was like, damn. Art Institute is 80, 80, 80 grand? Wow, yo, bro, son, like, I'm at 80K in a hole with the Art Institute, bro. But don't worry. Damn. That's about to change in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son, eighty grand. Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with school, man. Like, I, I can't. You know, no, like, but look, look, look. I because will... because it's like, and especially, especially like, like CUNY schools and shit yeah. like that. Like, and then like Art Institute, like I, for instance, Art Institute, do they give you like chances to use like cameras and shit like that and use oh, their yeah. computers and shit like that? Yeah, oh, of yeah. course, of course. Like, it's not like DFA because I could, I could fuck with DFA because they let you, they allow you like to. Oh yeah, like you know what I mean? Like they had cameras and stuff, but a lot of this stuff was fucking dated. Like bro, like I remember I used to go to like other film schools while I was at the Art Institute and see their equipment. Bro, like the shit that we was using, like, you would have thought we was trying to capture ghosts and shit. Like, those kind of cameras, like those whack-ass paranormal investigation sci-fi channel cameras. Like, is there anybody in this room? Uh, <laughs> if you're in here, make give us a sign. Like, you know what I mean? Like, our shit was hella dated, bro, so... So, so when you came to DFA, it was kind of like, yeah. I'm yeah, like, like you know, like, I walked through this program, like, with my eyes closed, because I knew a lot of stuff already. So, like, I just, so, technically, I just came here to get the, um, just to complete it. Like, you know, I did the first year in 2013, took a whole year off, came off 2015, killed it, finished it. Like, you know, this shit was literally a cakewalk for me. So what's, what's, what's next, man? We, we Yo, man, what's next is these movies, man, these TV shows, man. <laughs> I'm pitching these TV shows to these major networks, man, trying to get this money. You, you like, do, do you like, what, what, right, what do you like more, television, television shows or film, like film, like movies? Um, I like writing screenplays, but like, I definitely enjoy the task of creating characters and creating episodes for TV shows. Cause, TV shows, okay. Because like, it gives me a chance to push my mind to the max to see what I could come up with. And next, and then like it's episodic. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Like, it's not like you're writing like a two-hour film. Like you're writing like multiple. Yeah. Like So it's like, cause we, was, we was having this conversation <laughs> in the other room. About like all the TV shows, like the like the, Yo, like the bro, 90s. <laughs> Yo, I grew up show. in the 90s era, man. Like I know 90s television. If there was ever a Jeopardy episode where they just talked about TV shows from the 90s, I'm taking home the bag. I guarantee you, man. So, so, so the television shows that you're trying to watch, uh, try to um, create, those are um, sci-fi. Like no, 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 or, no, or um, comedy, comedy. comedy okay. Yo, like, listen, that's the other thing, too. Like, I write, like, I think Hollywood needs a person like me that has a wide range because um, I can write anything. Like, you know, like, Stephen King is only known for Stephen King kind of shit. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? 
Like, I don't think you'll ever see Stephen King write a romantic comedy. Like, you know. So you want to be versatile? Yeah, I'm super versatile, man. Like, you know, writing comedies, romantic comedies, horror, comedy horror. Like, I write it all. Okay. All right. Right. I can't wait to see it, man. Well, I can't wait to see it either, man. Yeah, I can't wait to show the world what I'm working with, man. Like, yo, I got a nice crew of people. Like, we ready to show the world what Ultimate Clash truly about, man. Oh, and I saw you like my title card, too, man. Like, Yeah, I fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, man. Yeah, like, yo, I dropped some, like, chicken on that. <laughs> Is it like a person you know, like, that went to Art Institute that you helped, like, uh, that yeah, helped you with it? Yeah, or? man, like, yo, man, I called him up, dropped the bag on him, and then he said, yo, I have it for you in two days. Next thing you know, he had it for me in two days. <laughs> you know, like, I'm saving money, spending money. Yeah, that's, that's your whole life in this industry. You're saving money and spending money, like, you know. Yeah. But just make sure, guys, if you're really trying to get in this industry... Make sure your work is good. Save money, spend money, but just make sure you're saving money because there's going to come a time in your life where you're going to want to retire. Like, you know, like we know a whole lot of people in life that got money but don't got enough money to retire and kick back. Like, you know, like I'm definitely trying to kick back like when I'm like 65. Are you you scared of like... Because, all right, so dealing, like, with these people in the industry, you don't have to deal with these, you know, people in the yeah. fucking industry and shit like that. And some of them are, like, very shysty. Are you scared of, like, being, like, duped or, like, signing, like, a contract that's, like, this fucked up and shit like that? Or Nope, because my cousin is an attorney. I have, a, like, you know, like, yo, listen, I got a cousin that's an attorney. I got attorneys behind me, man. I got them Jewish lawyers, so, like, play with me if you want. I'll buy your company, nigga. Like, I'll put that shit right on the ultimate class. Be like, yo, I guarantee you by the time I'm 35, ultimate class is going to be a billion-dollar company. That I know for a fact. Mm. Speaking things to existence, man. Yo, bro, like, we're just not, like, yo, and I just recently launched a new part of my company that's actually the tech, tech and software part. Like, I'm working on apps right now, too. Mm. Apps. All kinds of sites, you know. So, like, we're just a very, very volatile, like, you know, like, we're just a very, very wide range brand that just covers all aspects of the industry fashion, music, film, television, and software and tech. Hmm. So, so, this is this is beyond film that you're trying oh, to do. Oh, yo, bro, this is way beyond film. Like, yo, like, the money you can make in tech right now is stupid. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo, I just read an article not too long ago. Like, some 16-year-old kid created an app and sold it for, like, to some company that sold it from that company for, like, $2 billion. So now this kid is, like, a fucking billionaire. So there's so much money that you can make in tech right now. Yes, it is, but, like, people don't know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? People Yo, because, you know, like, you know why? People are too busy online watching cat videos and fight videos. <laughs> Get your ass off a of world star. Get your ass off a of YouTube. Watching them fucking cat videos, and learn something. Read a book. Get a marketing class. Like yo, go to nyc.gov. There's a lot of free classes that you could take that teach you about business. Mm. A lot of people don't even know that nyc.gov has has a section where you can sign up for free classes and learn business and marketing, restaurant management, and stuff like that. That's why we got you, man. We got you to, to teach us that, man. Yo, I man. didn't know that. I didn't even know that. Yo, bro, man, like, yo, I'm the kind of guy, I'm not going to show you how to fish. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I'm not going to get the fish for you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you where to I'm going to show you how to fish so you can get the fish on your own, bro. <laughs> I know I just fucked up that quote, but y'all get it. <laughs> yeah, it's no, no, because it's, it's hard for me, like, like, trying to create and trying to create a business and trying to make money from it. It is it is tough. You know what I'm saying? Even yo, if you have the resources, you know what I'm saying? Like yo, it, it, it is, is tough. Like, yo, let me tell you something. This is probably one of the most discouraging industries that we're in. A lot of people are going to try to tell you what you can't do, mm-hmm. what you can't do. That's not, even, that's like not that. even people in it. That's, that's people like uh, Outside people. of it, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, in, in these last two years, you've seen me go through it. Like, you've seen me 
create my own podcast, create my own company. Like, yo, I've done more in these last two years than most people have done in their last five years of their life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I have my own online store that's very successful. At least 200 shirts being sold a month. And that's just one shirt. Like, I have about six other shirts up there. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm just trying to get many incomes as possible. Like, you know what I mean? Because my grandmother always told me a man with one a man with one in- in- income is a poor man. Yeah. So like you gotta have one more than one yeah, multi- income. Multiple incomes, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as many as you can. Word. Yeah, man. So yeah, that was thank you, thank you, Tyson. Word man, like yo, to <laughs> yo, any more like, questions? Like, you know, like you got any more no, no, yeah, Questions. I got, I got, I got, no, I was, I, cause I just want to, nah, I mean, it's, it's more like just like kicking it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's more just like, cause I, I really don't like know, yeah, I so, I really don't know you that much, you know what I'm saying? You, you had, you had like this, um, this, uh, bring Joe, oh my God, you had like this, um, thing that you posted on, on Facebook, and he was like, uh, I would send one lucky person two limited edition uh, T-shirts. Yeah, if, if they could answer these following questions. <laughs> Where, oh, so like you want to answer some of these following questions now? Nah, I, I don't. I, I really don't know most of them. Like, like you was in the arc elevator when you was younger. <laughs> oh, so that is true. I was in an arc video. Oh, when for I was real? Young. Yes, that I is. I thought she was fucking around. No, bro. So like my grandmother, she's a community activist. Like, she's done a lot for the community of Harlem. I love my grandmother, Shirley. She's a great person, done so much for kids, have taken kids into her own home and raised dozens of children. So how that R. Kelly thing plays into it. So I'm going to PS125. I'm, like, in the third grade. So R. Kelly is shooting a music video in Harlem for a song called, um, oh, shit, what's the name of the song? It was off the, um, it was off the, um, Batman sound sound soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I guess the people he was working with, they wanted to get a group of kids. <laughs> so like, I don't know how my grandmother for um planned it. Like you know, but she got a group of kids from the community to participate in Art Kelly's video. So at the end of the end of this video, there's. Or uh, Kelly standing in a circle of kids clapping and saying, Gotham City. Yeah, like it was from that, that song. So like, okay. Gotham City. So you're going to see him in a circle of kids and the kids are clapping their hands. I was one of the kids in a circle, sitting in a circle, That's clapping my hands. That's crazy. Hand. That's crazy. So uh, any other question from that Yeah, list? yeah. You had, <laughs> you had a list. You had a thing where you said, uh, name all the rap names. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, so back when I had rap dreams, that shit was crazy. So, when I used to live in Langhorne, Pennsylvania, I went by the name Tito T. Like, like when, when I think of... What was this? What was this? Oh, like, was wow. So... Is I, you, were you born in Harlem? You was born in Harlem? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, I was a bad boy, so my grandmother sent me away for two years. <laughs> All jokes aside, like, you know, like, for like two years, my, my grandmother was like, oh, no, I got to get you out of here. Like, you showing your whole ass. So, like, she sent me away for two years, so... Mm-hmm. I was in a group, so like, and that's why I first learned how to rap too. Cause it was like write your feelings on paper, and like, so I wrote my feelings down on paper. It came out like a poem, cause you know, I, like I always like to write and shit. Yeah. So it turned into rap, and then from that point on, I was a rapper. What was your, what was your name? Tito T. Like, and it was Tito T. That's yeah. it. It was only one. No. Oh, so it was Tito T. Um. <laughs> I was a big D-Block fan, so there was J-Hood, so for a short-lived time, I was fucking, um, what was my name back then? Ty Hood. I was like, yo, I was Ty Hood, and then, oh, man, just so many names. <laughs> so you have a lot, so, so if a person, so you, so you told them to name all the rap names, you think, do you know the, like, the people that would know all your rap names? Or? I definitely do. Like, all my cousins know all of my rap names. <laughs> so, um, shout out to my cousins. Every holiday, I will have to do a freestyle. I think I know your birthday. Yeah. I think I know your birthday. November 27th. Yes, sir. November 27th. Yeah. 
True or false, my father once married to Jada Pinkett Smith's first cousin. That is definitely true. Wow. So you ever got to meet Jada Pinkett Smith? No, 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 no. How did you, no. you find that out? Yo, so, like, my father told me, like, you know, like, that was his wife. So I'm not going to disclose her name, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, so they got engaged. She has kids of her own, older kids, too. So he just told me, like, yo, bro, like, her first cousin's Jada Pinkett. I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like you know, I thought it was cool. So, like, okay. And it says your, your, your favorite movie. My favorite movie. Like, I would say my favorite movie of all time. Like, of all time. Um, Ever since I was a kid, Teen Wolf. The Teen Wolf? Yes, the original Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. I don't know why, but like I just love that fucking movie, bro. <laughs> I just love, like, you know what I mean? Like, hopefully the Knicks can call him and he can play for the Knicks this season because the Knicks need a guy like Scott Howard on their team, like, mm. you know. But Teen Wolf is fucking dope, bro. <laughs> yeah, a werewolf is. hooping? Like, where do you see a werewolf hooping at? Now, he was hooping, yeah. He was definitely hooping, son. And it's like, true or false, I smoked a joint with Elizabeth Olsen. Yes, that is also true. Elizabeth Olsen is a character on the Avengers, yes. Mm. Yeah, she plays um, Scarlet Witch. Oh, and wow. so back when I was going club hopping, party hopping, NYU, I went to some screening event at NYU and she was there. So like she came late, like, you know, like it was for the screening, but come to find out that it was fucking late and then the show was over, come to find out everybody was going to the after party type shit, which was only like, like some penthouse bar type shit upstairs, downstairs type shit. So I went there, and it was this girl. I recognized her. I was like, and I tried to play it cool. So, but in my head, I was like, holy shit, I know her for some independent shit. So, you know, you know, we in college, joints are being passed around. Like, you know, drink got passed around, passed around to me, smoked, passed it back to her. And we just started a little five-minute conversation before some very, very tall Caucasian man or like, you know, and like a black jacket scooped up. I was like, oh, it's time to go. So like he scooped up and she said, bye. And I was like, okay, bye. So I'm in the movie theaters. The trailers for the Age of Ultron comes on. And when I see Scarlet Witch, she does a little power beam thing. I was like, Holy shit, I smoked a blunt with her. Everybody in the movie theater looked at me like I was fucking crazy because I <laughs> shouted it out. I was like, holy shit, I smoked a blunt with her. So I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. You might have checked the blunt you've been smoking because you might be high right now. So like, it was one of those things, but yeah. This guy's crazy, man. You're a crazy dude, man. Word. So like, um, yeah, man, like, I live a very interesting life, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know, man. Like, seems like seems like you got everything situated. Like you got everything going. Like you just is this now? Is this now like a you know step to to grow? I guess right. Most definitely, man. Every day I didn't, you grow I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know you wanted to get into tech. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Like yo, like and it's and and right. It's kind of weird because before, right before I went to the Art Institute, I signed up for a coding program at a SUNY school. So like I've always been into computers. Like when I was in high school, I was in, well like, everybody knows I went to Rice High School, but before I went to Rice, like I was at a high school upstate and I signed up for the computer program and I learned how to take a computer apart put it back, learn the insides out of a computer, how to run special programs on a computer to fix shit. So I've always been like a tech-savvy person. So. I ain't, noticed, I ain't noticed about you, man. Yo, man, like, yo, there's a lot a lot of people don't know because, like, I just... And it's so funny because, cause, like, a lot of people would assume that I'm this person that knows everybody. 
I really stayed to myself. Like, I'm my job, but, like, everybody thinks I'm this popular person. Everybody knows Titus. But, like, yo, I only speak to literally, like, 10 people at my job. Like, <laughs> I really do. Like, I'm not, like, it may it may seem like, oh, this is, like, everybody I mean, knows nah, you seem like a... You just seem like an outgoing person. Oh yeah, like I definitely you know am an outgoing like, person. I, I, I never, I never. Every time I, I, I came to school, even the first time I came to the school, like I saw, I heard you talking, like you talking to somebody, and it's like, you. I never saw you like in the distance, like just chilling. I just saw you just like this, you know. Yeah, like yo, like yo. I'm a very social person. Yeah, but I'm also a person that likes to be to himself, and like. His personal space, like a lot of people would assume that I'm this loud party person. Yeah, not, I'm just yeah, not loud. No, I'm no, 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 like no. Just, but, yeah. but, 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 like, I'm just trying to give you a brief, yeah, yeah, yeah. description on who I am. Like, I barely nowadays watch TV. There's no TV in my room right now. Like, I like peace and quiet. Like, there's days where, like, I read on Saturdays and don't even answer the phone. I just read. Like, you know, I like peace and quiet. Yeah, you read, so, what type of books you read? You're starting to read like is it is it like books to help you with like business and stuff like that? Or yeah, like, like I'm reading my books. I'm doing my self study books to teach myself about the industry, and I'm also reading like um, fiction and all that because I like to read. What's what's like a tip that you learned about business? Well, the tip that I learned about business is like you give you can give us real quick, man. Yo, listen, guys. First tip I'm going to give you about business. Make sure all your documents are correct. And when you sign up your company, make sure all your documentation is in place. Get you a DOS number. Make sure that tax ID is lit and right. <laughs> tax ID. Yo, listen, bro. I got tax IDs. I got EINs. I got DOS. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, these are things that you need to know when you're starting your own Our company. words. Yo, listen, man, like young CEO in the cut, man, like working. So, and but last but not least, and I know this sounds cliche, but you got to believe in yourself. Like, don't listen to nobody. Do not listen to anybody that tell you that your idea is not going to work. You yourself are in control of what you believe in yeah. and what you can do. If you put it in your head that you can't make it happen, it's not going to happen. If you put it in your head that you can make it happen and you can do anything, you can do it. All right, so, uh, all right, we can get, okay, this is interesting. Have you ever, like, have you ever, like, um, thought about, like, giving up? You know what? I can't even lie. Like, I gave up one time. I gave up one time in my life. And then, right, I just was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm not meant for this shit. I'm just going to become a regular-ass Dunkin' Donut working-ass nigga. Because, like, things weren't popping off for me. And then, like, I was walking my dog, R.I.P. to Snowball. Like, my dog passed away, like, two years ago. But R.I.P. to him. But, like, yeah, it's all good, man. Like, he was an old head. But a homeless guy walked by me. And he said, young blood, what's wrong? I said, life. Then he said, bro, it can't be as bad as my life is. At least you got a place to go. And that put things in perspective. Like, Mm. you know, I was complaining about stuff that I had control over, but this man is out here happy as shit with no place to go. So, like, you know, it put things in perspective, and I was like, holy shit. He was happy? Like, you... you, I mean, not, like, happy, but, like, I I don't think a person would be happy in that situation not having a place to go, but, like, he was looking at the positives side of life instead of just being like, oh, I'm homeless, I mean, don't you think you need to have those type of worries so it can give you a sense of like confidence to want to do something? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, it did. Like I was, I was, I was, I was, I was talking to Donnell, and it was like he said you should be, um, you should be blessed that you, you know, you have all you not, you not have a lot of like worries and shit like that. And I said, okay, that that's cool, but sometimes I do, you know, I do worry, I do worry about shit, and it gives me, like, the confidence to try to, you know... Yeah, push forward, like, yeah, like, you always need that equalness, like... Balance, exactly. Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie, bro. (laughs) Like, yo, there's days where I sit down and be like, do I really know what the fuck I'm doing? But then there's days where it's like, Titus, you can't think like that, you know what you're doing... You're going in the right track. You got a nice little fan base. People fuck with you. 
Keep going. Dame Dash said the same thing. Yo, bro. You don't really know. Like, don't try to plan for everything. Like, just sometimes you just have to go and do it. You have to jump. You have to jump, man. Yo, bro, man. Like, you got to take that leap. Yeah, 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 man. So it's just one of those things that I did, and now I'm here, man. <laughs> you still here. You know yeah, I mean? yo. Still here. Yo, yeah. I'm still here. Yeah, because I, I, I know you had a lot of... Ups and downs. Everybody has it. Yo, ups and downs ain't the word, man. Like, yo, if I really, really got into my life story right now with you, man, Tyler Perry will walk in here and be like, I want to make a movie on your life. I swear to, I, yo, I swear to God, if I, mean, I really... If you feel comfortable, you can, you, can, you can go ahead, but if you don't... Nah, bro, man. Like, it's just so many dark, dark times in my, my life that, like, if I told y'all right now what I really went through in my life, hard body, y'all wouldn't even believe me, man. But, like, I'm just here, man. Like, I'm happy to be here. I don't think about the past. I'm looking forward to this future, man. Yeah, I, I dwell on the past a lot. I got to stop doing that. Yeah, man. Like, yo, dwelling in the past to get you nowhere. Like, yo, that shit is like standing on a treadmill, B. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, you're just stuck in the same <laughs> yeah, place because yeah. you're thinking about the same thing over and over again. Dwelling on the past will do nothing for you, bro. But then, then, but then you like you look at these like successful people, especially like these um, these like these actors and shit like that. And they, like, one dude just just um committed suicide. He was he was working for Lady Gaga. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh yeah, the um tattoo dude, yeah, with, yeah, with the yeah, uh, skulls yeah. on him and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, he just committed his fucking suicide. Yo, bro, because I try to tell people all the time. Robin Williams. Money don't make you happy, man. Like, yo, why do you think so many rich people are killing themselves? Is it because it ain't because they got the money, bro? Because they depressed. Like, think about it. Like, yo, there's more highly successful people that go to counseling. CEOs go to counseling every day because they gotta find that. Cause they have to find themselves. Cause like you, you know, like for example, Sean Combs. When is he just Sean Combs? This nigga has to be P Puffy, whoever he wants to be, all yeah. the fucking time, bro. So it's, when it's do you have time him, to be Sean Combs? He likes that though. Like he he always says that he wants he 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 wants his life to um to, he wants that to be a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Like when he was made Sean Carter, like yeah. the Carter brand, he said that's a lifestyle for me. Like the 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 Ciroc and all that shit. Yeah. He's like, he's kind of different for some reason. I don't know. Yo, but, but bro, if I, but, if, but if you hear a person like um, what's that dude, Anthony uh, Bodain? Yeah, this dude was wildly fucking successful, man. He's yeah. like this one day just kill himself. Like shit fucked up. Like I was like, damn, man, not my nigga Anthony. Son. <laughs> That's crazy. Word, bro. Like someone's a successful author had a dope show. I was a big fan of his show. So just to see that, it was like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on in people's lives where they're doing that it's shit? Just, nah, I think it's just like with um, Chester Bennington, man. Like, Chester Bennington, like, he was something like, like sometimes in here, son, I'm not all right in here, man. Like, Yo, I have, bro. like, dark, I have dark bro, thoughts. that's why moments, I just you know? said there's a lot of people in the industry that are in counseling. There are a lot of people in the industry that have to take six, seven pills before they get on the red carpet just to function properly. Like, Hollywood is full of functioning addicts, bro. And they taking that prescribed shit from doctor, whoever the fuck his, his name is, just to keep them sane, bro. Like, so, how do, so, so how the fuck do we balance that? Easy. Go home to your kids. One day, like, when, when you're Robert done... Robert Williams had kids. Chester Bennington had six kids. Bro, like... I understand, but like you gotta find a space in your life where you can go that nobody else can go, and that truly makes you happy. Like you know, like you have to have time for yourself. That's why, like I have, that's why I just said that. Like he's just the the artist. Mm. When are you just Chester for yourself? Like you know, what I mean, like when you have that your time just to relax and reflect on stuff and not have to be what this industry wants you to be. Or maybe maybe he maybe he got sick of wearing multiple hats. Maybe he got sick of being a fucking dad, a singer, a, a fucking executive, a producer, a CEO. Maybe he got tired of doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, but like, yo, but like that's what I try to tell people when you get in this industry, you gotta know what you signing up for. Like, yo, like this ain't yo, bro. This ain't no fly by night, kiki, ha, 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 MTV crib shit. Like, you know what I mean? 
That's why I be trying to explain to people, like, just because you see shit on MTV Cribs, you see the houses, you see the cars, there's a lot of hard work that goes into this shit, Hell man. Oh, yeah, man. Shit, like, yo, I can't even tell you how many days from coming home from the stadium, I get home at 2 fucking o'clock in the morning, open up my computer to type some proofread, some scripting shit. Like, yo, there's a lot of fucking hours that go into this shit. So, like, this ain't no fly-by-night shit. Like, this is, this is the real industry, bro. And as we can see, people are dying because they can't handle the pressure of it. And they already, that's the thing, they're already successful. Yeah, they're already <laughs> successful. And you sitting down there watching the um, news article or reading the news article like, yo, what, what would make them do such a thing? They seemed happy. Keyword, seem. Like, when I walk out, like, for example, I could be mad as shit the whole day, but come in here and start cracking jokes. So it could seem like I was happy the whole day. But you don't know what the fuck I've been going through this whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that sometimes. Like I smile, smile and laugh and shit. Yeah, like that. man. Like yo, sometimes we just gotta smile and laugh through the pain. Yeah, man. That shit scares me. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie to you, son. I, I, I don't know if it, it don't scare. It seems like it don't scare the shit out of you. It scares definitely. Like, like a Robin Williams is like. It's like a nigga that just made everyone laugh, son. Like yo, from, he bro. made. I mean, he made generations of fucking kids laugh. And for him to and for him to like wanted to kill himself, or even like Chester Bennington, like six kids, man, like you, you, it's it's something there, you know, and that shit scares me, like not knowing, not knowing what that is. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent right, you know. But like, I do have a fear. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. My fear is one of my biggest fears is this: going through life and not accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish because I wanted to accomplish it. Like, you know, there was a time in my life where I wanted to please everybody. I went to school to please my grandmother so she could say that, oh, my grandson did this. There's a time in your life where like, you have to say, fuck all of that and do what you have to do for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Word. So you think that's what it was, that he was trying to please everybody? Yo. He was trying to... Yo, bro, man, like, you got to make everybody happy, man. Like, and then sometimes you can't make everybody happy. Especially if that one person that's not happy, which is yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do know one number one thing. You know, America. I think I was I was I was thinking about this. Like America, like people is like dysfunctional, man. We were very dysfunctional people for some reason, man. Like we are, bro. Like we are definitely like very very complicated people. Like <laughs> our thought patterns, the way we do shit. Yeah, just we, just we, the way we do shit, like yo, well, look at this for example. We do the most stupidest shit and then complain about it. <laughs> Americans voted. I don't know how the to this very day. How the fuck did Donald fucking Trump become president? Like, how the fuck did we allow that to happen? Like, you know, and now we're complaining about it because we're seeing the fucking aftermath of it. Like, bro, but yeah. but like we allowed that to happen. Yeah. We had other choices. Some old nigga named Bernie Sanders. He was like a socialist kind of. I don't, I don't think he would have. We Americans are not socialists, so I don't think he would have been able to become president. You know what I'm Bro, saying? but there was other options other than Donald. I'll never forget it. I woke up to use the bathroom, and then I was like, yo, let me see what's on my, my phone. I was like, Donald Trump president? Okay, fuck this. I'm going back to sleep. When I wake up, this shit would be a fucking dream. I didn't get up to use the bathroom. I peed the bed. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, this shit has to be a fucking dream. I woke up, turned on the TV, and could not fucking believe my eyes. I was like, yo, this shit not real. We did not elect this nigga as president. Like, this shit don't not make no sense. I don't know. And now we complaining. So that's, that's, that's what you think we do this fucking America's just like, we do dumb shit and then complain about it. Yo, we do dumb shit and complain about it. America is the kid that our parents told us a thousand times not to do something. And then when he finally smack us in the head, we give our parent that stupid look like, why'd you hit me? I didn't do nothing. Nigga, how many times I got to tell you not to? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I just told you like six times not to do that and you did it. 
<laughs> and you keep doing it. So I smacked you in your head, and now you got this stupid ass look on your face, like. I mean, yeah, we, you know, we, we're a very capitalist country. Like, mo- like I think that's the problem. We focus on money way too much. Yo, bro, money. We, fo- we, we make money off deaths, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, true story, man. Like, yo, once upon a time, you threw a homie in the dirt, you threw him in a box, you threw him in the dirt. That was that. Now you got to pay for the space you put the dirt in. Now you got to pay for the box. Now you got to pay for the clothes that go on the body that go in the box that's going into the dirt. Crazy, man. Shit, wild, man. Yeah. Shit, definitely wild, man. Like, yo, we living in times, but I look to the youth. I'm a big fan of the youth right now, man. Like, there's a lot of kids that are out here doing positive things, and I believe, not to sound cliche, that children are the future, you know? Yeah. Teach them well and let them lead the way, like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, yo, hopefully, bro. Hopefully, hopefully, all hopefully all learning something. Hopefully. Yo, kids of this generation are super smart. I'm gonna tell a little quick story. So I'm walking down the street with my nephew. My nephew saw two guys kissing. He walked past them. So we got to the house. I said, "Yo," I was like, "Yo, how you feel about those two guys kissing?" And now my nephew is like seven years old at the time. He said. They ain't kissing me, so I don't care. <laughs> and then, right, when he walked away, I said, yo, he's going to be all right. Because <laughs> think about it. Like, we spend too many times worried about things that don't apply to us. Like, have you ever read, like, a Facebook thread about somebody took their time to write a college essay in a fucking comments about yeah. something that don't fucking apply to don't them? Don't mean shit. Exactly. So, like, you pulled the chair up, <laughs> sat down, cracked your knuckles, and wrote a fucking documentary in the comment section. And no one gives a fuck. And nobody gives a fuck. Stop worrying about shit that don't apply to you. Life is like a grocery store. You don't have to buy everything in a grocery store. You buy the shit that applies to you, and you leave. <laughs> yeah. Nobody walks into the grocery store like, oh, fuck, here comes another grocery run. I got to buy everything in the store. You don't have to buy everything in the store. If you don't like the fucking pig feet, walk past the pig feet, motherfucker. Like, you know. Oh, peanut butter and jelly. You want the peanut butter and jelly? Pick up the peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, life is one big supermarket. Wise words from from Titus. From Titus Peoples, man. Thank you, man. Yo, kudos, man. Like, thanks for having me, man. Always a pleasure, man. And I see the work that you're accomplishing, too, man. I've seen you struggle with the whole technicalities of the podcast thing, but I see you now got it up and going proper, man. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Like, yo, I'm proud of you, man. Like, yo, young black man accomplishing shit, man. Like, we not on the corner. With drugs in our pocket and all that other stupid <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Because it comes a time in your life where you, like, you realize all that stupid, stupid street shit is just fucking stupid. Like, yeah. standing out on the corner. I'm pretty sure like you walk out your building every day and see a group of kids that's just standing out there. And when you come back one, two o'clock in the morning, them niggas is still standing there. Like, it's what? Kind, that's kind of like that's kind of like video games now. It's like the video games, like the group chat in mm. the video games, is the new niggas on the block. Word, you know yeah. Like I'm like, yo, like yeah. y'all niggas don't got jobs. Like y'all got all this Fendi, Gucci, and Prada on. What the fuck y'all do? Like you know what I mean? Like y'all niggas don't work. So <laughs> I know you doing something else. Legal shit, man. Word, so... Legal shit, that's none of my business. Exactly, I mind my business, man. Like, yo, I had one of the homies be like, yo, man, like, you just go to work and you come. You're damn right, nigga. Like, I go to work, sleep, and I do my thing. Like, I don't do... Yeah, because that block shit is whack shit, man. Like, there's no money in the block no more, man. There's no more money in drug dealing, man. They're about to make weed legal, bro, in all 50 states. There's no more money in drug dealing, man. It's just it's that yeah that weed stuff they they they, they turn that shit into chemicals that shit's not even natural anymore so like, word so they, they, they gonna fuck that shit up too yo <laughs> bro you get, yo listen man the streets not for everybody we need doctors we need lawyers we need attorneys so we need film directors we need podcast directors like my boy Kuda we need young CEO <laughs> filmmakers like myself stay out the fucking streets it's cool to be a nerd now man it truly is it truly is. 
cool to be a nerd. I bet you there's a lot of people that's sick to their stomach because they made fun of people in high school that's doing big things right now and where they working. Chipotle, Mickey D's, <laughs> Big Mac flipping, salt on a fry shake, <laughs> fucked up in the game. Yeah, some some yeah, some people don't some people not out here like trying to work or trying to work for themselves and Word, man, like yo, you, you gotta have have yeah. to invest in yourself. Yo, you have to invest in yourself and you have to invest in the future. That's how when I plan to have kids and when I do have them, like, you know, I could give this to my kids. Like you can't give Dunkin' Donuts to your kids unless you're a franchise owner. But we're not the franchise owner. Like if you look at any of these fast food spots that's open, all these Indian dudes are buying up these franchises. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like we gotta, you know, like we gotta think of something that we could give to our kids. You cannot give your kid your Dunkin' Donuts apron at eighteen and be like, "Well, son, I've sold frosted donuts for the last forty years. <laughs> it is your time now. You can't do that <laughs> shit. You can't give your kids Dunkin' Donuts. You can't give your kids McDonald's." I could give my kid ultimate class entertainment. Yeah. Cooter, you could give your kids your company. Hellavision. Hellavision. Shout out to Hellavision. (laughs) Hellavision is doing big shit right now. Hopefully. Hopefully. In a few years, hopefully, man. Nah, man. Forget hopeful. You are doing it, man. Like, you got to speak shit into existence. You know why they say that the pin is what? The pin is mightier than the sword? Yeah. And why do you think they say that? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know because you know I, I don't know why. I'm gonna tell you why. Because when you write down words, you're writing down your thoughts. Your thoughts are actually like manifestations. Exactly. So like yeah. when you swing a sword, you're destroying. When when you oh, put okay. pen to paper, you're building. Okay, I fuck with that. I fuck yo, with that. Bro, shit. so yo, I'm a super philosophical <laughs> nigga. Black Socrates in this hole. You feel me? <laughs> We gonna end with that, man. Titus, it was a, a, a pleasure, man. Word, man. Yo, thank you. And like, yo, and you can thank me again when this gets to two K views. <laughs> I said it was gonna get, man. Like, I'm out to six nine and shit. Yo, this shit's gonna be the most heard on his podcast, man. Like, yo, I'm gonna be the most requested guest. Y'all gonna be calling Kuda and be like, yo, get Titus back <laughs> on the show. We want to see what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So with that, thank you again. And to the fans out there, y'all stay up, man. He going to put the links in the subscription and all that. And and, and it's lit. All right, man. We out, man. Thank you. All right. One.